This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Chris, it was a, a win. bowling shoe ugly. It was bowling shoe ugly, but a win is a win is a win. Listen, style points. Yep. You don't need them. If you don't just get a it. win, you just get a win. Just That's need all you need. Than the other team, 15-13 Panthers finally win a game, and there's still a tons of flaws. But we're gonna break it down. We're gonna celebrate doing it. Let's get this sucker started. The state of North Carolina covers fifty-three thousand square miles. It is the habitat of the feared Carolina Panthers. Get dialed in, Panthers fans, for an in-depth look at your team. Exclusive interviews, locker room insight. Let's huddle up for Panthers Playbook. Here are your hosts, Dennis Cox and Chris Lee. Welcome back to another episode of Panthers Playbook. That's Chris Lee, Dennis Cox mm-hmm. here with you. <sighs> soak it in. Just soak it in. Man. While you're soaking in this win right now, make, make sure you hit the subscribe button here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe, hit the likes, leave comments in, in below. Leave us a nice five-star review. But leave, leave us, let us know your thoughts on this 15-13 win over the Houston Texans. We're going to get some locker room sound. We're here from Adam Thielen, Brian Burns, the man with the game-winning field goal as time expired, Eddie Pinheiro. But Chris, you're at Bank of America Stadium right now. I'm yeah. sure the vibes in the locker room, there's, there's got to be a sense of relief and just weight lifted off the shoulders and the guys in the locker room. From So from my standpoint, just to kind mm-hmm. of point things out for you, normally when you go to the locker room and it's after a loss, Clearly, people don't want to talk. They take their time and everything. And you may be in a locker room for 25 to 30 minutes, and you might get two people to talk to you in that amount yeah. of time. We were probably in a locker room for a good 15 to 20 minutes and got four. We probably could have gotten more. We mm-hmm. just wanted to head out and go ahead and get a start on all this stuff that we had to work on for the show. So um, it, there's definitely a different vibe. Uh, Bryce Young uh, smiling, of course. Mm-hmm. We found out that Frank Reich, uh, gave out three game balls, one oh. to Thomas Brown. Nice. One to Bryce Young. Fair. One to Eddie Pinheiro. Okay. And uh, the, the, the Bryce Young one was definitely something that was coming, uh, and that's something that Frankie Luvu said that he had been planning uh, since uh, the Detroit game. And mm-hmm. when he talked to, to, uh, to Luke Keekley and said, hey, whenever we get that first one, the rookie has to get it. So oh, yeah. um, that was something that was just kind of special for the team for sure. And you talk to Adam Thielen. Let's actually go right into the locker room. Adam Thielen talking about the feeling of a win, but make sure they don't celebrate too long. You got to make sure you got to move on to the next week. I think winning in this league is it's contagious because you it's a complete opposite feeling, right? So you don't want to go back to the feeling of what you had in the you know the last six weeks. Um, so uh, with that being said, it's never easy to win this league, and and you got to go back to work, and you got to remember all the hard work and, and, and dedication you put in to get that victory. You don't want to take a step back in that regard. So um, there'll be a lot of refocusing as we move forward. We're going to enjoy this for a couple hours and then refocusing on to Indy. 
Chris, Adam Thielen is that true veteran in the locker room because he's been to a, a lot of different levels of success in the league. He's been mm -hmm. to NFC Championship games. He's been on teams that have missed the playoffs. He knows what it's like, and I think it's a great to have him as a presence in the locker room yep. telling these young guys, hey, celebrate it, enjoy it. This is not an easy thing to do, but you can't just rest on the fact that you got one win. No, they can't. And that was one of the things I think Frank Reich was trying to. It felt like Frank Reich, uh, when he was talking to us after the game, was trying not mm -hmm. to bust out the seams. He was yeah. so happy. But he also was just kind of like, um, I'm going to take this as a day-by-day -day approach. Yes, yeah. we're happy today, but tomorrow we're back in here and we're getting ready for the Colts. So you know yeah. he's going to be locked in for that oh, one. Oh, absolutely. Um, as and, it should and, be. And he, he should be. And, you know, and I said this before the bye week. The, the three games after the bye week for the Carolina Panthers are the most winnable games they've had so far this season. Mm -hmm. And you need to come in here and do your best to try to get a win. You got this one, and now it's time to like put this behind you. Don't, don't have a winning hangover during yeah. the week. Put it behind you and get ready for the Colts because that's also a winnable game, and you you're going to have to focus for that one. So this game, this, this season as a whole, is all about the development of Bryce Young, right? But this game... Yes was really the first chance that he was put in a situation like, all right, your team's down late. You're inside your own 10-yard line. Yeah. You need points for a win. Because I thought when they got the ball back late with six minutes and 17 seconds left when the, the Texans elected to punt the football, again, Panthers took it inside their own 10-yard line. I had a feeling just because the how stagnant the offense was at, you know, it's like it's been pretty much much of the season. Just the way the game was playing, I, was like, I felt like they had to get something on this drive. Yes. On this drive. And the early part of the drive, it was Bryce Young was hitting different receivers. Mingo with the nice play. Adam Thielen, of course, all over the place. But eventually, they got to a point where Houston was having to call timeouts to save time because yeah. the, the Texans were only leading by one. They are up 13-12 at that point. Yeah. But then they started turning and handing the ball off to Chuba Hubbard, and he did the dirty work yes. to get the first downs, forcing Houston to call the timeouts. And then eventually the Panthers did the right thing, bled the clock down, and got the game-winning field goal. That final drive was a combination of Bryce Young being poised in the pocket despite all the pressure he had faced in the game. But then the run game, just it wasn't like big, big chunk yards. It was... We just need three, four. We just need yeah. three, four. We just need three, four. And they got the job done. Kudos to not only Bryce Young, but also for Thomas Brown for, for calling that drive. Yes. That's, that's, you got to think in mind, that's his, this is his first game ever, ever calling plays in the NFL in the regular season. First game ever. And he was able to call that drive. Yeah. And it, it was big time. It was uh, the poise that everybody mm -hmm. showed on that drive. And here's another thing, too. We talked about games before where the Panthers were heavily penalized. What was it? Three total in this game. And yeah. you wanted to make sure that on this last drive, you don't do anything like, I don't know, ball start holding, holding. or anything like that yeah. to, to put illegal you back. Formations, illegal formation, illegal uh, man down or ineligible man down the field. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the Panthers just absolutely answered the call on, on that last drive. And, and it was very re refreshing to see this team has it in them. Um, to be able to do it. And it was ugly. Oh, bowling It was ugly. ugly. But they, too ugly. <laughs> but, but they had it, and they, they were able to do that. And I think it also shows uh, the type of player that Bryce Young is, right? Yeah. And uh, a lot of people like to take that win-loss record as a quarterback stat. So you look at 
uh, CJ Stroud and people were like, oh, he must be better because the Texans are three and three. Well, no, he's in a better situation mm-hmm. than what, what Bryce Young is. Bryce Young is now, after this game, completing 22 passes, uh, is only the third quarterback in NFL history to have his first six games as a rookie completing 20 plus pass- passes. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud hasn't done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, CJ Stroud hasn't had to complete passes uh, in, in without with two receivers that aren't getting separation. He yeah. hasn't had to run for his life as much as Bryce Young has had to run for his life. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the situations are completely different. Uh, and Bryce Young has shown you uh, just exactly the type of player that he could be, even with these bad situations he's been given. He's growing week by week, but you said the word poise and Brian Burns edge rusher mm-hmm. on the other side of the ball on the sidelines. Here's what he had to say about the poise of Bryce Young late on that final drive. Well, from the side, you know, everything's moving fast, um, but just from a demeanor standpoint, he doesn't get rattled. Um, you know, he was taking some hits. He was, you know, getting sacked a couple of times, but he doesn't get rattled at all. And uh, for him to pull, pull out that drive, that was good. Chris, I think the whole team kind of gets it with Bryce. Yeah. The fact that I think they, the team has confidence in him. And we've we've seen it from the start of training camp up until now. But let's go to the guy that was calling the plays this game, Thomas Brown. Again, the, the Panthers, let's keep in mind, only scored 15 points. Granted, there was a missed PAT by Eddie Pinheiro. But nonetheless, only 15 points. And don't, don't forget, game. a turnover on downs. Uh, at, at inside the, the five at the yeah. goal line in the first uh, in the first quarter. So so yeah, all, all again context to all this, but things that I saw. Here's the thing: the personnel is not changing. Iki Kwanu still was a, was bad today. Um, the offensive line, the, the six sacks allowed as a whole today to a team a that was that was one of the worst sack teams in the NFL Imagine before this that. game. Go they figure. got six. Uh, DJ Chark catches a big time or miss a drops a big time ball. Hayden Hurst had a drop. Oh. Uh, uh, Jonathan Mingo had drops as well. And I think there may be, may have been one other one in there as well, but some things that I saw were the tempo of the game in terms of the play calling, getting to the line of scrimmage was a little bit quicker. I'm sorry. Can, can we give a shout out to Thomas Brown for calling plays with pre-snap motions? Like can, little things, big. little things it like big. that. It's like, Oh, Bryce Young is able to see, Oh, guy goes in motion. Oh, there's a guy follow oh, man coverage. It's like, you have, it's like having the answers to a test before you actually get the questions. Yes. You know, like that's the thing. Like that's the whole point of it. We actually saw a little bit more creativity and we actually did see some plays that open up a little bit downfield. Again, we like DJ yeah. Chark had a, a beautiful throwing ball to him downfield. He just dropped it. Um, but nonetheless, congrats to Thomas Brown for getting through that first game. Now for Bryce and for Thomas Brown, as things move forward, guess what? People are going to start to notice these tendencies and stuff more. You have to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, but good job by those two, I think. Again, offense still has a ton of struggles. The offense line wasn't great. Running the ball as a whole in this game was not very good. Now, they got the, they got the runs late in that yes. final drive when they needed it. But overall, I mean, 15 carries for, for Chuba Hubbard for 28 yards. Overall, ain't that good. And, and, and this is where, you know, I've said this the whole season. Mm-hmm. And this is where you could have a benefit from a bigger back. Uh, somebody like a Deontay Foreman, but let's not talk about him because he's yeah. not on the roster anymore, right? Um, you had that situation, had a few different situations actually for, for the Panthers where uh, they were in third and short or fourth and short from the goal line or other parts of the field, and they just couldn't get that yard. And we've seen that so far in different times of, of the season. Like getting that one yard when you absolutely need it has been tough 
for this team in the trenches, especially when uh, your go-to is bringing in Andy Dalton off the bench. They didn't do that this game. Uh, but that's where the, the Panthers are definitely missing some size and some power uh, from, from one of their backs. All of their backs are, are basically a lot of the same build. You know, 5'11", oh, yeah. 6 feet, 6 feet 1", you know, between uh, 205 and 215 pounds. You need yeah. somebody else who could probably move that, move that line a little bit. Uh, and, and hopefully that's something that, Frank Reich and the Panthers will, will look into, uh, you know, for next season. But until we get that, uh, you know, we have to kind of deal with what's, what's there. Um, yeah. But I would say that even with those situations of what's missing, um, I mean, we said it, you heard it from Brian Burns right there in that cut that we just had. Uh, Bryce Young showed all the poise in the world. And again, sacked six times, running for his life. Probably could have been sacked a lot more. It felt like more than six sacks. Yeah. To me, it felt, let's watch the game, it felt like 10. Um, but he still was able to to stand in there and and throw some amazing passes to to his guys. Should have had a lot more because guys dropped some passes, as you just said. But um, just what what a game from Bryce Young for sure. Speaking of poise, late the game, we, uh, we always put a lot of these you know late game situations when it comes down to kicks solely on the kicker. And Eddie Pinheiro yeah. <laughs> near the end of the first half missed a point after he missed a PAT. It just Shank to the right, push to the right. Yep. And at the end of the game, setting up 38-yard field goal, 100% makeable. And we see the Texans like blatantly jump off sides and like get in his face, end up pushing Johnny Hecker down, ends up being like a 28-yard field goal after penalty. Well, they jump off sides again, ends up being a 23-yard field goal attempt. So it ended up being like the third time, and they kept yeah. getting in his head, trying to get in his head, get in his head, but he ends up making the kick even though he missed a kick earlier. Here's Eddie Pinguero talking about what the Texans were trying to do to try and get in his head and, and force him to potentially miss that game-winning field goal. Other guys were like, oh, you're going to miss it. They're just trying to get in your head. And, you know, I just stayed focused, um, followed my technique, and um, just did my normal prayer that I usually do before I kick, and that's it. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We often overlook, Chris, the mental toughness that it takes in these late-game situations to execute. Yes. Like, it's not an easy thing to do because I guarantee you when Bryce Young took over the ball and that offense took over the ball, they, you know, like, uh, we got 90-something yards to go potentially to get a touchdown or, or at least got to get a certain distance. They ended up going 15 plays, 86 yards over the final six minutes and 17 seconds of the game to get the win. But there's a lot of mental toughness that comes in that situation to continue to execute and even for a guy like Eddie Pinheiro, who we saw last year against Atlanta, miss a potential miss a potential game-winning kicks twice yep. in Atlanta. Granted, those were 48-yard kicks. Uh, thank you, DJ Moore, for, for your helmet taking off. Um, but 
nonetheless, he's missed those. He shouldn't have been before. flagged on that. He shouldn't well, have been whatever. flagged on that. That's but anyway, a different situation. Yeah. But nevertheless, that's, that's we're talking thing. about Pinguero. Yeah. He missed those kicks and he missed a PAT earlier. He's probably thinking, you know, hadn't I not missed that PAT earlier? We're looking at 13 13. Mm-hmm. Completely different situation. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know how the game would actually play out, but nonetheless, that goes through his head. And the Texans trying to do all that stuff. Got to give that guy props when the weight of the team is on his shoulders. Yes. And and, and, and uh, here's the thing as well. J.J. Jansen, as the snapper, as the veteran, there's pressure on him. Johnny Hecker is a holder. If you don't place that ball exactly mm-hmm. the where, where you need to and have the tilt and everything where it needs to be, well, guess what? Botch field goal, game over, you lose. We, we've talked a lot this season where we've, we've questioned sir, certain um, – elements of coaching, whether it's, you know, what's going on during the week, uh, what's going on during the game. And you kind of wonder in a game like this, where, where the Panthers, you talked about that poise that Eddie Pinheiro showed and uh, everything else, how well that last drive went. You kind of wonder how much Frank Reich was able to really coach his guys up during that last drive, being free of the play calling Mm. because things just, it just seemed like it flowed very well. And that was just one of the things that just kind of pointed like when, when was the last time the Panthers got the ball at that point of the uh, of, of the fourth quarter being down and you trusted that they – maybe you didn't trust it today, but you trusted that they could go down and do something with it and actually get a score, right? I don't remember. And don't everything, remember. everything seemed to fit so well. And so this is where you have to say you have to give it to coaches and give it up for them because yeah. clearly with uh, – as, as well as Bryce Young played – for what uh for what Eddie Pinheiro was able to do, even though, you know, the the Texans were trying to throw him off his game, they were all focused at the very end there mm-hmm. and all came together. And that's that's leadership, that's that's coaching, and that's also what the players have in their heart. And if this team had just felt like, man, we're 0 six, we're not going anywhere this season, nothing's gonna happen, they could have easily mailed that in and that would have been uh, another Panthers loss. But yeah. that's not what happened right there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we rag on the coaches. This time we have to give it up to the coaches because clearly sure. the team was ready uh, for, for that situation. Yeah, Bryce was poised. That's big time for a rookie because, mm-hmm. heck, there are veteran NFL quarterbacks who cannot even do that. Right. Uh, to have that level of poise late in the game. Uh, so got to give a lot of credit to him for that as well. But all right. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Let, let's 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 have the honest conversation here. <laughs> let's have the honest conversation. This, this is the one I'm afraid of. This team still isn't very good. <laughs> like I know they won, but this team still has a ton of flaws. Yeah. Offense line did not look good. Like we talked about it. No. Six sacks, tons of quarterback hits against Bryce Young today. 
they couldn't generate much of anything in the run game consistently throughout the entire game. And you mentioned this during the game to me as well. How many tackles for loss did they miss defensively? Oh, like even brother. like guys like Brian Burns, I'm like, I'm sorry, you got the running back wrapped up the backfield. Can you bring him down, please? Uh, uh, him. Uh, who else? It was uh, Sam Franklin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a few tackles for losses that that they could have had with that. Um, yeah, th- there's still certain things that needs to be that that really needs to be worked on. And you see where some of the obvious holes are. Um, you know, is if you're looking at what to get in free agency. And what to look at in the draft with the draft picks that you do have for next yeah. year, uh, but until then, uh, you kind of wonder like what needs to be done uh, for the guys on the team now to kind of improve. Um, I, and you're not expecting Austin Corbett to come back after being gone with injury to have the most amazing game ever. But I, I was hoping that the offensive line would look better with his presence there, and they didn't. This actually felt like one of the worst yeah. um, performances for the line as a whole during the season. And, um, you know, so I'm wondering like, what do you do to, to even fix that? Cause I mean, this is a unit that was playing so well at the end of the season last year. Only person that's missing right now is Brady Christensen. Otherwise this is the same exact unit. It is um, now, yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I just, that's kind of a head scratcher, but you, you'd hope that they would get a little bit better, uh, just with that during the season. But, um, that run game, uh, needs to get going. And I don't know how if they're not getting pushes and, and, and the correct blocks and things like that. You watch other NFL teams, you watch the Texans, and man, it just their blocks, their blocking schemes, their running uh, just looks so smooth and effortless, and it just is working the way it should. And mm-hmm. everything just feels so hard for the Panthers. That it's it does. So hard. And nothing awesome. seems to be just, just flowing. And mm-hmm. that is the tough part to, to, to notice as you're watching this team play. Iggy Iguanu still is a concern for me. Big time. Man. He's a massive contractor. If it was, uh, if it was uh, Grenard or, or Cashman, uh, on one of the sacks that he had, literally just bull rushed. A guy who probably Man. is probably like 60 pounds lighter than Iggy Iguanu. Just straight blasts him in the chest, knocks him down on his tail, and just sacks Bryce Young. And you're like, no offensive tackle, especially the sixth overall pick in the draft, should get knocked back like that. There's no reason for that. There's still a ton of concerns for that offensive line. And you and I, we're going to have a big conversation. So make sure, again, you subscribe here at Panthers Playbook because we're going to have a lot of conversations this coming Thursday about Ike Kwanu because when we're trying to do, this team right now is trying to figure out evaluations for not only this upcoming year, but for 2025 and moving forward. And they got to have a hard, long look about Ike Kwanu right now because right now he ain't playing up to the standard of a number six overall pick. He's just not. That sophomore slump for not. him, that sophomore slump for him is hitting hard, and it's not yeah. something that I would have seen coming whatsoever. Um, we don't know what's going on, and it, at this point, it really it feels like it's probably more mental than anything it's else. Got to be confidence, um, because like you, you know, he has a skill set. You know, he has the measurables, the length, and uh, he's proven that he could you know do well before in the past. Like you're not a mm-hmm. no, number six overall draft pick for nothing, right? So yeah. You gotta you gotta figure out what it is, but here's what I'm proposing. Okay, you gotta get his former head coach Dave Doran, okay, and Dave Doran's best friend Steve Smith, okay, together in the same room <laughs> with Icky Aquano, <laughs> and they've got to do some uh, some tough a tough love session with him. Okay, and I, I feel like that's what's gonna make it work. Might after be. that. 
just give him a little bit of tough love in a, in a session right there. Like Steve Smith might just want to, you know, throw a couple punches a little bit, you know, and get him right. <laughs> it might be it. Dave Dorn might be throwing punches at Steve Smith for all I know. Uh, throw a couple old toughies at him. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw some old toughies for sure. Um, this coming week, Tuesday, just a couple days, less than 48 hours from after you're watching this or listening to it, it's the NFL trade deadline. A lot of questions about the Carolina Panthers. A lot of names for the Panthers mentioned when it comes to the trade deadline. So stay locked in, stay focused. Uh, if we have to, we'll have an emergency episode. Uh, regarding that, for you all, if there is a trade, which is a potential thing that could happen on Halloween, and I know you don't want Brian Burns to get moved, but it just might happen. Just saying, Chris. Just saying. I just I hope we just don't have saying. to do an emergency episode. If we do have to do an emergency episode, just know I might be crying the whole time. And that's okay. That's okay. You're allowed to have your feelings, Chris. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You're allowed to have your feelings. But it would feel great for us if you all, again, leave comments, subscribe as well, and uh, also celebrate the win. Celebrate let, the win. Let me say this real quick before we close out. Um, we didn't get a chance to say this during the show, but mm -hmm. um, the defense, I think, looked a little bit better. There were times yeah. that they, they, they could have done some things a little bit better, but... It held Stroud if, to 140 yards and only 13 points. If it weren't for that turnover, mm. right? If you think about it, that's part of the difference in this game. Oh, right? major difference. So um, shout-outs to the defense. All mm. three phases of, of the, the, the team uh, coming together to help with that win. So uh, you know, we definitely got to give a shout-out to them since we talked about uh, special teams and offense a lot in this. That we did. All right, Chris. We'll hopefully have an emergency session on Tuesday. Hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully we'll just see you on thursday hopefully we'll just see you on thursday <laughs> but we might see you tuesday but to make sure you don't miss it make sure you subscribe wherever you are follow us on your favorite podcast platform as well enjoy this 15 13 ugly win because a win is a win and we ain't giving it back we'll let's eat time. the w ah! okay Janus, cut it <laughs>